Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Good, The Mad, and The Unholy here on Adventures at Lollygagging. Very happy to be here. We're playing The Haunted West again. Uh, we got some cool giveaways that we'll uh, be showing here in just a minute. But first, a uh, quick introduction. I am Stephen the Balladeer, and this is our preposterous posse. Say hi, preposterous posse. Uh, All preposterous posse. Preposterous posse. That didn't sound very preposterous. We can do better than that. All right. Say hi, preposterous posse. Ah, preposterous posse. That's as preposterous as you can be. Like, come on, guys. We got to go serious with this. We got to get really preposterous here. (laughs) That looks like a great Toy Story. Oh, my God. (laughs) It does look like a Toy Story. All right, there, Woody. (laughs) Okay. We can go full preposterous here. Moving right into our game. Uh, first, Purdy, Jeff. Yeah. We have some giveaways. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us about those? Yeah, man. Our friends at uh, good old Norse Foundry have uh, have given us some dice to give away over the course of the month of December. And we're giving one of, uh, one of them sets away tonight. We got ourselves a black lava right here. Uh, normal polyhedral set. It's like kind of like a dark... Dark gray and, and an orange lettering, and then uh, if you uh, if you if you ever looked at your dice that are made for metal, and you're thinking, "Hey, these aren't heavy enough, and I can't bludgeon someone to death with it." Uh, well, Norse Foundry's got you there because we got this whole boulder as well, which is this giant D twenty as well. So sometime later uh, in the in the broadcast, we'll we'll give this away. Not not right out front. We gotta tease you along for a bit, make you stay here, and you know how it works, right? And at some point, like Midway, we'll give it away. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I'm very excited. Those are awesome looking dice. Uh, Let's do a quick recap of what has happened so far. Arc 1 saw the posse uh, go out to investigate a homestead uh, where a bit of a tragedy happened. Uh, A woman came in to town uh obviously part of some sort of horrific accident she was covered in blood the posse went to investigate her home looking for her husband and her brother to see if they were still alive uh while there they did not find her husband they killed her brother and they burned the house down um on the way back they found the husband dead not their fault to be fair uh they did raise him from the dead and kill him again though Uh, That was on the posse. Um, Arc two, uh, the posse got it in their head that some nearby ranchers were the cause of this horrific accident of the murder and the the burning of houses. Uh, So they went out and they went to investigate these ranchers. The ranchers were very courteous. They offered them shelter. They offered them food. Uh, The posse ended up killing both of them, lots of their ranch hands, their children, and also burning their house down. Okay, hang on, hang on. Time out, time out. The children, I just want to point out, were like big old like elk demon creatures. And like the third child was this little baby elk demon creature that was popping out of a woman's belly. So I just, I, want, just want to throw that's that That's semantics at this point. I no. got a, a, just one question yeah. on this. Yeah. It, yes. they, the parents, they died first, right? No. 
No, no. Uh, oh, they wow. they shot the mother first, uh, the pregnant mother. Okay, that, um, that and was then they vid. killed the kids. That, that was vid. and then they killed the father. Okay, after I, he had seen his entire out. family die. Oh, that is I, like I did tell you if the parents died first, then they're orphans, and that's just you know fine. No, that, yeah, you know it's role playing games, so orphans are fair game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but in this case, they they killed a man's entire family in front of him and then killed him. Well, technically, was it all in front of him? Because I didn't see him coming outside when Vent took out the two the two fellows, you know, first. You know, hey, just because you didn't see him doesn't mean he didn't see it from the window. Okay, now well, I got now that. who's being semantic? Yeah, oh, it's what I said. Hey, follow up question on that? Actually, no complaint. I think uh, before we started, I'm like, hey, Stephen, uh, Balladier, Mister Man, there. Hatsy McGee. Uh, That's me. Hatsy McGee. Yep. I'll we're playing the that. villains, right? And you're like, nah, all good. Nothing but good. Yeah. It, and then I hear the recap. I think uh, Ben Hoodwinked. He lies. You see, he left out a few very important details, and that's why he's frozen now. I don't this, know. this is the vengeance of the Lord coming down to strike upon oh. thee for lying. You see, uh, the whole got the idea in our heads. The reason that idea was in our heads is because the balladeer told us that, and the people of the town told us that. And, oh, they were responsible, and they were a crazy, evil cult, and they were doing awful, horrible things. See, he's forgetting those types of things. It's kind of, you know, kind of important. We did uh-huh. right. We did right. I'm, my memory feels pretty clear. Uh, <laughs> you have burned down think, someone's home in every arc. I think your your hat's a little tight. I think it's just squeezing that little brain of yours a little bit, I think. Yeah. All right. So, mm-hmm. uh... One more minor detail is that they did have a little bit of a run-in with a spirit, a demon of some sort. Uh, and Purdy was kind of looking at the rest of the party like he wanted to kill them as well. So there was a bit of tension uh, on the return trip. Coming back from the Caldwell Ranch, Purdy was... Would you say that you were giving some side-eye to people on the whole way? Yeah, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I would, I would suspect it wasn't even side eye. I was just kind of staring at him over like beans or something, fire burning in my eyes. I tried to determine which one of these sons of bitches are Zeke. Which one of them's got Zeke inside of him? And as far as you could tell, no one was acting strange throughout the trip. Mm-hmm. Everyone was acting relatively normal. It was you. Purdy, John, Vint, Sula, and Little Petey, uh, along with your mounts. You got a new wagon. Unfortunately, your uh, snakes did not make it, I'm sorry to say. How dare you? You'll have to find some new ones. How dare you? They're in my but they're in my they're in my boots. <laughs> yeah, they're in your boots. <laughs> There's snake in my boot. <laughs> I love that item. I, I love that item. Anyways, um, you spent about four days traveling back. Uh, you went a little bit slower, taking your time, recovering, resting along the way. You make it back to town. Uh, you get to town. You see that there's a wagon with uh, some sort of salesman uh, pushing some sort of product. There is the Women's Temperance League. 
um, marching currently. They've just made it to the edge of town right as you're arriving into town. Uh, they're singing a hymn and they're beginning to turn around and begin marching back the other way. Uh, the the salesman seems to be trying to catch their attention as they're going. They seem like they could be a few good customers in there. As you make it into town, <laughs> we're showing off the dice again. I'm listening. Go ahead. No, no worries. No worries. Uh, as we make it into town, Sula has a just severe coughing fit. She begins hacking and wheezing. The The Temperance League uh, moves off to the side as you are starting to come through your wagon and your mounts going on the right side of the road. Sula was little towards the middle. She's just coughing, and you see that she's struggling to stay on this horse. And then the horse bucks. Uh, maybe she pulled on the bridle the wrong way. Maybe she pinched it with her spur somehow, and it just throws her right off the horse. She falls into the middle of this uh, group of women. A couple of them softly scream. They they push out of her way. She hit one or two of them. She didn't actually knock anyone over. There, there's no damage. And she is still hacking and wheezing on the ground. What are you guys doing? Uh, Joe and Leobin, you are not yet able to answer here. This is just Vint and Purdy. Mm, Purdy will cautiously hustle on over with his bag of medical goodies. He'll say to Vint before he kneels down, keep a close eye on her. She does anything strange. Don't hesitate. I'm still not certain there ain't a demon in her. I've got my sights trained on her. That a boy. And then Purdy will kneel down and he'll see if he can lend aid. Purdy, you get off the wagon, you grab your, your kit, you lean down over her, and you just get this severe case of vertigo as... This has been washing over you so much lately. You feel that breathing become strained. The pressure in your head is building. As you finally snap out of it and come to, Sula sits up. Perfectly fine. I I don't know what happened there. I, I went black for a second. Purdy's going to immediately look around and see if anyone's acting different. Yeah, the the, the group of women uh, around are all, you know, concerned, startled. They see Sula sit up, though, and they start thinking she's okay. They seem like they're starting to reform, get ready to march again. Uh, you can give me some sort of, like, awareness check, if you'd like, or an investigation, something along those lines. Observation, okay. Yeah, that'd be fine. All right. This is going to be difficult. Let's give you a minus 20 because these are all people you haven't met before. So like seeing if they're acting out of out of normal would be a little more difficult. Okay. That's a good start. That's a 16 under 50. 16. All right. So uh, for those of you who haven't played, uh, it's a roll under deep D100 system. And for every 10 you get below your target number, you get a jack that you can put towards the result or you can use later on to get an extra 10% on a roll. So Purdy has just earned three jacks here. And we have a maximum of six jacks as well. Uh, 
You don't need to spend any jacks on this. You don't, you're looking around. These women are startled. They're fine. I don't really think like there's anything unusual yet. You help Sula up. She dusts herself off. You're still scanning. From behind you, you just hear. And it's just a soft humming. From who? You, you spin around and you see that there is another group of these women from the Temperance League. There's four of them. As you spin around, they all lock eyes with you and they all seem surprised. Vent, I'm starting to get a feeling that uh, Zeke is, is hopping from person to person. I think he hitched a ride on Sula and now he's, we brought him back here, damn. Vent, we brought him back here. He's oh, pretty good. Calm down. I haven't, no, I haven't man. seen anything. He's, I think it's in your head right now, man. It's not in my head. It's in one of their heads. One of them. It's them women over there. Look at him. You heard the humming. You heard the humming, man. It's in one of them. I'm down. Take him out, man. Take. I can't go they are obviously shocked by your outburst here, too. And they begin recoiling. And uh, a couple of them have fans. They begin uh, just fluttering just for something to do. What? How dare you, sir? How dare you, Zeke? Huh? Taking over a woman's body now. These... Women marching here, you can't face me. Just just come out and face me. Coward. How rude. And at this point, the, the Women's Temperance League is beginning to reform, and the, this group of four or five women are making moves to join the greater crowd. Birdie's going to keep an eye on them carefully at a distance, walking, watching. Uh, give me... Uh, we could do some sort of knowledge roll to see like if you can uh, burn them into your memory or we could do another observation just to make sure you don't lose them in the crowd like these specific ones. You're going to be watching four or five different people. Uh, we'll, we're going to say four people, actually. Uh, four different women that you have to watch blend into this crowd. Is there a particular knowledge that you're thinking of? Uh, got logic. We could just... Um, I got logic. I got research. Logic. I could do. I mean, I could do observation again if you want. Let's or, do or logic. What about psychology? For like, I know psychology is for like determining deception. Yeah, I'll I'll take whichever one you want to go with here. Right. We don't need to be too nitpicky. All right, I'll 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 do psych and I'll burn a couple jacks to improve my chances. So I'll burn two jacks for extra twenty percent. Uh, that's going to be 29 under 60. All right. Uh, you have a good idea, uh, of where they are, uh, what they look like. You don't know their names or anything like that. The, they're all foreign to you. You haven't been in perseverance a long time to really know everyone. Anyways, there's a few faces you're familiar with, obviously. Vint, is there anything you'd like to be doing? Just keep an eye on Purdy. Make sure he doesn't do anything crazy. I'm sorry. I locked up there. What'd you say? 
I said I'll just keep an eye on Purdy, make sure he's not doing anything crazy. Well, that's going to be hard to stop. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, I want to move to you. You have uh, spent about the past three weeks here in Perseverance since you last uh, burned down that ranch. Sure. What have you been doing in that time? Uh, mostly trying to stay out of sight uh, <laughs> because uh, Joe's face is on a few wanted posters uh, around town and in this area. So she's uh, mostly been lying low and uh, uh, every so often she hears Purdy's voice in the thoroughfare and uh, that peaks her interest. So she's definitely had a couple drinks uh, with Purdy. She's also met this, uh, this, this traveling salesman uh, and uh, he seems really interesting, except he's always trying to sell her these weird perfumes. And uh, so she, I mean, she likes him, but but she has to keep reminding him that he's really not interested in his perfumes, regardless of the fantastic new bottles he has. <laughs> yes, and uh, you've actually been staying with... Uh... Delphine Washington, I believe the name was, right? Yes, Delphine Washington, um, who is a lawyer in town, which mm-hmm. the rest of the pot see has met. And her house is actually very close to this women's temperance league. So while you did not go with the posse there, uh, you would start hearing Purdy uh, yelling uh, just outside in the street and the the commotion there and the, 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 the commotion of the women stopping their hymns and things like that. Moving over to Leoben. How am I saying that? You're all right, Leoben. Leoben. Let's throw um, some vowels in there. It's all right. What are you saying to this women's temperance league when they're uh, doing their route and they're beginning to turn around? Uh, listen, come on over. I got the goods. I know you want them. Right here. Check out my wagon. It's uh, It's great. A lot of stuff to look at. You, you get a couple of them to come over to you. Uh, in, in particular, there's a, a black woman who's older and uh, she's kind of shrunk down a little bit with her uh, advanced age, but she's wearing some very nice clothing and she still moves around just fine. Oh, I have pain in my elbow. Is there anything oh. you can do for that? Absolutely. Uh, listen, it's going to be a two for here. You're going to need two of my products. It's going to take that right on out. Uh, first thing, you need this uh, little elixir here. We call it Zing exclamation point cola. Uh, take that, drink it before bed. It's going to taste terrible. So you want to you want to be unconscious through as much of it as you can. And the other thing, take this here. This is... Uh, well, it's got a bit of a name, but relax. It's going to do you good. Just rub it on that joint every night. You're going to be great. Uh, it's me patented uh, coyote piss. Oh, uh, what? Hey, it's an Australian thing. Don't worry about the times. No real translation. Uh, you haven't heard of a dango? What's a dango? Don't worry about it. It's fine. You don't need to know it for this. Uh, these two here for you right now. I'll tell you what. 
Uh, you look like you know what you're doing. Uh, dollar each. Take care of that elbow. No problem at all. You said I need to, to sleep through the first one. I don't sleep well. You will after this. Trust me. Oh, Not okay, a problem on that. say so. And she opens up her little purse uh, and she counts out two dollar coins. Uh, you, you see, there's a good amount in there. And she hands them to you. Notes. Got it. I, I'll i be so excited to tell my son about this. He, he's been so worried about me. He'll be so thankful I have this medicine. Yeah, I'll tell you what, nice lady like you. Um, hey, why don't you uh, go and take this on the house? Oh, really? You would do yeah. that? Take this one about 20 minutes before you take the... The zing exclamation point cola. It makes everything better. I'm just going to give her a vial of opium. Oh, I can't wait to tell Ignatius about this. He's going to be so happy. It's going to be thrilled. Absolutely. All right. She takes your medicine uh, and she goes on. Uh, My phone's right there. I do. Joe, at this point, uh, you'd be able to come out if you'd like to after seeing or after hearing Purdy and all that, uh, or you can uh, stay with Delphine. It doesn't matter. Sorry, I was muted. Uh, I'm I'm heading out after hearing my friend and Lubin did con some poor woman. (laughs) Joe feels compelled to step in and. Yeah, so you'll see uh, Purdy's there. He's got a new wagon, but he's still got Henry. Uh, Vint is someone you've never met before, never seen before. Uh, And there's another man uh, who you've seen around. You know him as a a very tough hombre. He's a bare-knuckle boxer here in town Hmm. uh, named John. Uh, And also, of course, Sula. And then a little boy that you've never seen before. Uh, Purdy seems very distraught and is watching a group of women begin to merge back into the crowd. I uh, tip my hat to to Vince seeing that he's keeping an eye on Purdy (laughs) and walk over to him like, you you all right, father? (laughs) Oh, howdy there. You know Purdy? Uh, Yeah, not, not like this, though. Yeah, he's been on a kind of a cautious edge after he keeps murmuring about Zeke. I don't know if that means anything to you. Uh, yeah. I, I thought... Uh, he's anyway. over there. So, jo- Josephine, Zeke, it's one of them ladies right there. We brought him. I, we brought him back to the town. We had him isolated. We brought him back. He, he, he was in Sula, and we brought him here, and then Sula, and then I got... The vertigo, it's a signal, you see. Every time he hops, it's, that's what it is. It's a signal, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He's here. He's here. That, that fool's here. And he's too much of a coward to face me. He's hiding in them women. I'm telling you, he's hiding in them women. I swear to you. I don't know which one, but it's one of them. That's, that's just the temperance league, Father. This is no. not anything for no. you to be worried about. No, 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 no. It's something all of us got to worry about. I'm telling you. If he's here, he's in the town. He's in the town. He can hurt. He's in the town. We brought him back. Uh, we brought him back. 
excuse me there, Padre, can't help but hear you're on. Uh, needing a little bit of something to take the edge off. Lubin, don't start. Hey, it's fine. I got just the thing. I'll tell you what, man of the cloth, I'll even give you a discount uh, right here. Cure everything, $2 a vial. Joe was looking very uncomfortably admit. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Purdy's still holding his like medical doctor bag in his hand, and he looks <laughs> up and comes out. Well, no, get, get your snake no. oil away from me. <laughs> I missed that. You uh <laughs> Do you like drugs? When, when, uh, I don't want anything that's gonna ruin my clarity. Are you a believer? So what is my, what, what's the feeling I get on Leoben? Cause remember I get to, I can identify true believers. Is Leoben a true believer? Nah. Okay. That's what I, I figured. <laughs> I, had a, I had a sense. Josephine, Vin, John, we got, we got to follow them women. I'm telling you, if, we, if they, if he, if they get out of sight, he's going to jump into something else. And then, and then we're going to lose him. We're going to lose him. And then everything that happened at the homestead, everything that happened at that ranch is going to happen again. It's going to happen right here, right here in Perseverance. I'm telling you, you got to trust me on this. You got to trust me on this. I know things y'all don't know. You've seen me. You've seen me, what I can do and what I know. You got to trust me here. So, uh, <laughs> put a hand on, on pretty like, Father will come with you. And as I'm trying to talk very calmly to him, like a jittery horse, <laughs> I'm also looking to see what the Bernard Girl boxer is doing. Uh, like what's that he, doing? He's watching uh, contently uh, with Purdy. They came in together. So he, he, he's definitely spent some time with Purdy. Uh, but mostly he's being quiet and just seeing what happens. He he looks like he's been injured quite a bit recently and okay. he, he's moving around fine, but he's definitely bandaged up in quite a few places. I'm going to look over at, at him and can I help you. No. All right, let's go then, Purdy. Padre. <laughs> okay. So Purdy wants to follow the women. He wants. He's trying to get. He wants to know where they're at at all times. He wants to see who they interact with. He wants to see which one of them starts humming. He's looking at everything. He's certain he's being Denzel Washington again. <laughs> I I want to follow the women too, but because I I'm pretty sure I saw Laban sell coyote pets to one of them. <laughs> At least one of them, yes. Uh, Purdy, the the hymns have started again. So whether there's humming or not, uh, you wouldn't be able to tell like if it was that song again, uh, just being drowned out by the noise. But they, they've definitely merged into the group. You've still got an eye on each one of them, and they are doing their march back across town. Uh, you've seen them do this before. Normally, they'll get about... After they march across the town once or twice, they'll stop in front of one of the saloons and they'll sing hymns for a half hour or so, and then they'll disband for the rest of the day. Okay. 
Uh, does Purdy know where they they stay normally? They're just locals in town, okay. so they all have their own houses and things like that. He'll like mumble. It's a group of like thirty to th- thirty to fifty women, depending on the day. He'll mumble. He'll mumble to, to sort of near Vint. He'll just be like, "Yeah, there's too many houses to burn. It's too many. We got to do something else. We gotta, we gotta bait does, them out." Does somehow. Joe hear this? <laughs> It's up to you. Purdy, does she hear it? Yeah, I'm fine with it. It's okay. We're, we're not burning any houses no. down, Padre. No, no, no. I know we're not. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, over here. A little question. Does uh, this town have any kind of laws on, like, salvage rights? Yeah. We don't really. Just... Laws oh, sure. are kind of. I like it. They're right kind of. place. Kind of sketchy. <laughs> Lead the way, Paul. Really Where are you going? <laughs> Best I see coins. Uh, if you were asking me and not uh, Jeff, there are laws. There, there's like yeah. laws for peacekeeping and things like that, but there's no actual sheriff. Yeah. Um. Th- there's just a lot oh. of people like the good guys here, uh, this, this posse that keep people in line. Yeah. <laughs> not looking at Chuck. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> for the most part, you are the paragons of the story. You are the protectors of perseverance. And most people stay in line. Most people are here because they believe in a common cause. They, they're they hopeful for a better future. It's not the type of boom town that is attracting the more nefarious folk. Obviously, it's a big town. There are those people, uh, but it's not a huge segment. It, it's not booming because of silver or anything like that that's attracting uh, just, you know, all, all sorts of folk. Does that answer your question, Chuck? Hey. Okay. Um, Purdy, you are following this group of women. Mm-hmm. I assume the rest of the posse is going to follow you as well. And you're give me a give me a resolve test. Me? I know you're gonna pass. Me? Yep, yep. Okay. Oh crap. I forgot to bring my D20 out. <laughs> one sec, one sec. Okay. All right, here we go. I need a 19. That's why it says I'm going to pass. I rolled a oh geez, 16. Okay, I'm good. Nice. Got nerves. You are racked once again by the vertigo. That same sound, feeling, pressure comes over you. Since you just felt it a couple minutes ago, though, you're able to cut it off early. You, you kind of push through it. Your resolve strengthens and hardens. You braced yourself for it. He shifted again. As far as you can tell, the group of women are still acting the same. He shifted again. I'm looking. I'm looking around. Shift. Is anyone being shifty? Is anyone humming? Is anyone staring at me? Is anyone doing anything strange? Give me another uh, observation. We'll say. Okay, I'll burn. Uh, it's still going to be minus twenty, but feel free to take uh, jacks and everything. Yeah, I'll burn. I'll burn some jacks. All right. Uh, that's a 68 under 70. Uh, was... So close. <laughs> so close. You are watching this group of women, mm. and it's so hard to be sure of anything. You're picking up every movement. There's a couple women that kind of like stutter step a little bit couple of them kind of look around 
you see another one uh reach around and hold another woman pull her closer and they they whisper something in her ear you can't really see anyone specifically like shifty or you know obviously how, how does someone look demonic just walking down the street but you you're watching all these things and you're picking up these things at this point you could have 15 suspects Purdy wants to suddenly starts he wants to break into a gospel song some some sort of reverie something from the hollers of Kentucky something Zeke would know and he just wants to see if any of them react to it we'll do a narrative success here and we're gonna go either style or expression (laughs) expression (laughs) (laughs) I'll even burn well it's a narrative success never mind but I'll do expression as a 70 for me uh, 33, that's a crit. That's a crit. Oh, that's wild. You start singing this Appalachian hymn uh, loudly, forcefully. You see one woman specifically turn around and look at you before the whole group begins to turn around and they they hear you singing. And they begin singing with you. Uh, it, they, they start singing the same, uh, song, but there was that one that turned around ahead of time that you just, maybe, uh, obviously you can't be, but you've got her faith. That's the one, that's the one right there. Vint, where's your rifle? That's the one right there. And just shoot this woman in broad daylight. What are you talking about? This is, it ain't. So while while all this is happening, I think uh, Joe's Joe's kind of hung back and and is speaking very quietly to just Lewin. Um This isn't pretty. It's not. This is a what I would call a right ugly situation. Do you do you have anything that can? Absolutely. Talk? No, not Coyotes, Lewin. <laughs> Do you have anything real? Not yeah. Zinkola. I, Zing I, exclamation cola. Listen, you're a part of, you know, uh, being a businessman like myself is you got to slip the real stuff in there to the right people. That way, uh, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Everything I got's real. I do have uh, a shitload of laudanum. That might work. We just uh, like tackle him and like or down his throat or uh, oh, it's kind of entertaining. It's kind of been slow, a little boring. Yeah. Can't let him shoot the temperance movement in broad daylight, though. Or burn down their houses. I mean, we've already established with the laws of uh, legitimate salvage, uh, so... Uh, oh, God, what did I do bringing Chuck into this? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I've been casting fireball over and over again. <laughs> we just need to find someone named Scout, and we'll have a proper ending. 
Anyway, all right. Listen, I can, I'll defuse this situation. It's not a problem. I got this. Mama Purdy, not Mama Purdy. That was, uh, how do you know? It was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> listen, him. get him, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Padre, sorry. Uh, shakety, shakety. Uh, anyway, listen. I can tell by the way you're, uh, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, you want me to go talk to that lady for you? You can, t- you can if you talk to her and he could jump into you, and then you know. Uh, listen, he would not do any such thing because uh, I have this uh, fantastic charm right here that will. Uh, Keep any evil from entering my body. Oh, it's a special herb that I got uh, in Australia that I brought with me. I'll just smoke it on the way over there. By the time I get there, I'll be immune. Uh, can you roll some sort of bullshit test so I can see? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm That'll really good at bullshit. I will totally follow your lead if you can pass it. Ah. <sighs> And I think you get uh, extra jack if you succeed on bluff. Oh, Amazing. I won't argue with that. One of your peculiarities there. 55. What did you need? 55 is what I needed. I rolled a 50. All right. Uh, so you get one jack from your peculiarity, no jacks from the rolling, but that is a success pretty. It protects you from, from evil. Yeah, just a short while though. Hey, I've got a limited supply. Okay. But uh, you look very distressed. Uh, And uh, Padre, I'd be uh, happy to assist a man of the cloth. Yeah, doctor. And and mention the name Zeke. Yeah, yeah. Ezekiel. All right. No, 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 no. That's too formal. Too formal. Zeke. Just Zeke. Zeke? He'll know. He'll know. Sure, yeah. And, 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 you know what brimstone smells like? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mention yeah. Zeke and, smell. and find a casual way to bring up the uh, aroma of brimstone. No, no, no. Just, just, just sniff for it. Oh, just smell. All right. Yeah. Uh, nonchalantly, just, though. Otherwise nonchalantly. Creepy, you know. I'll smell this lady. Well, if you're in the middle it, of the road, if you're going to make it creepy, I mean, what's the, the just oh, well, shooter, hey, listen, just shooter, never mind. Smooth operator right here. Not a problem. I will uh, walk on over there. I will smoke one of my regular plain, nothing to it cigarettes. Get ready. To okay. Shoot. Me. Smoking a cigarette. Get ready to Miss, shoot them both. Baby. Ma'am. Uh, I want a. Uh, we'll say an observation from Leobin to see yeah. if he saw the right woman. <laughs> All right. Uh, target number is 52. 35. 35. Okay. So, yeah, Birdie pointed out the one, and it was a group of, you know, Listen, a, a good group of a few dozen women. Point the mark to me, and I. Yeah, yeah. Automated from there. Old hat for you. You smoke a cigarette. You go up there. What did you say again? Ah, excuse me, miss. It's uh, 
Lovely looking thing like you doing out on a day like this. I don't think I've had a chance to sell you any of my wares. Excuse me, sir, but this is a women's temperance march. We're busy. We're not here for your mercantile services. Uh, listen, it's fine. Uh, my buddy Zeke, he told me that I could come talk to you about this anytime, no matter what you're doing. Uh, he said that uh, you were badly in need of some fresh perfume. I don't think it's true. Lady as lovely as you surely has no need of it. Uh, but excuse me, and I'll smell her. Oh, now, listen, Zeke was clearly mistaken. You smell wonderful. You don't smell sulfur. All right. When you lean in to smell her, though, yeah. she goes to to reach out to, to shake your hand. Well, maybe I misjudged you. Listen, uh, I appreciate that. Listen, I just washed my hands. Uh, and listen, I know I uh, thank you too about Denzel. So uh, excuse me, pathogens and whatnot. I need to keep these dry for a few minutes. But oh, you smell fantastic. She goes to smell you back. Well, you said perfume. Are you wearing it? And she, she, uh, and Hurdy from a distance, you see her head go right next to, to Leoben. And it looks like maybe she's whispering in his ear or something. You, you can't quite tell. And, and then she pulls back away. Question. Uh, what did she smell like? Uh, she smelled like dust and sweat. That's uh, what I was expecting. She badly um, needs my wares, but. Uh... Joe, what are you doing while all this is happening as I message Chuck? I was What's... actually going to ask if we could uh, reflavor one of my. Um... Or redo one of my my expertise things, because one of them is gunfighter specialty, which is you can spot corrupt law enforcement after watching them for a few minutes. I'm wondering if we can redo that to say that I can spot someone who maybe doesn't belong with the women's temperance movement, um, or doesn't belong with the group that they claim to be affiliated with. Yeah, we, we no could absolutely redo law that. enforcement here. <laughs> Um, you've been watching the group for a couple minutes. Uh, you can definitely, uh, does it require a skill check? It doesn't say that it does, but I'm happy to make one. It's, uh, it's on my, uh, notes okay. and description, expertise and sundries. I have skill soldier and gunfighter specialty. This is the gunfighter specialty. So I'm not sure um, if expertise. We don't need a skill check then. That's fine. Okay. Um, You've been watching this group, and you've been in town longer than most of the people here. Uh, so these faces are tend to be more familiar to you. Obviously, there's 1,500 people in this town, so you don't know them all. But these sure. are people, their faces that you see marching quite often, regularly, consistently. There might be one or two faces that look like they are new or just joined, but no one seems out of care, out of place. 
Like no one seems like they should be a gunslinger or something like that. These are all people who seem like they'd be uh, proper women about town that are just passionate about a cause. Sure. Okay. So while Levin's talking, then I'm going to lean into Purdy and and Vint. Um, Purdy, I I know it's important to find Zeke, but you sure Zeke's with that group of women? They just seem like women. So you said Purdy saw one of them whisper into Leovin's ear, right? Yes. Maybe you're right, Josephine. And he's like, he's got that faraway look. Like he's like miles away when he says this. Maybe it's not one of them women after all. Must be somebody else. And he'll look to Vint. And then he'll look to Leoven. Then he'll look to Josephine. Must be somebody else. Sula lets out a little <coughs> I got dust in my lungs hmm. I'm just an old man I got confused uh, uh, it was a long journey and we had a, a rough couple of days uh, yeah I, 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 sometimes the, the parables and the stories sometimes I forget that they're they're just metaphor. They, they're not, not real. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Um, apologize. Yeah, yeah. You can fetch your coyote piss salesman friend. Uh, tell him, tell him thank you. Yeah, I gotta thank. And I'm gonna cut things off there. We're gonna do a bit of a time jump. So you all can tell me if there's anything special you'd like to be doing, but we're going to move forward about four days here. Uh, and this is going to represent like the resting and recuperating after the trip. Um, technically, you've been resting on the road, but it's a little different when you're in town. You um, all got paid. Uh, I'm sorry. The people who were, went on the trip got paid $25 by Ignatius Freeman. Um, Leoben, you should remember that name. Uh, not going to tell you why, but that might come up later. Hey, oh, I know who it is. I mean, real question is, do you know who it is? You just met his mom. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ignatius. I need right. you to start calling me Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so, Vint and Purdy, you got paid. Uh, you're going to be resting. Uh, John has gone back to uh, his home in town because he lives in town. Uh, Sula got room at the hotel. Uh, Joe, you tend to stay with Delphine, but you can stay in the hotel if you'd like. Leo, and I'm assuming you'll stay in one of the hotels as well. Hey. Uh, Purdy, Vint, uh, is there anywhere specific you'd like to be staying or are you fine with the hotel? Is there a church in town? Uh, there is a church in town, yes. I will see if uh, if I could find a, 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 a bunk there, if that's possible. And I'm fine with the hotel. Uh, so the church in town, um, it, it's a small town. 
mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, a small church. Uh, it, it has room for about a hundred or so people, which is a small portion of this community to be fair. But the, the preacher is actually on the town council as well. His name is Delbert Mathis. Uh, he's a very friendly person and is happy to offer room to another member of the faith. Uh, Vint, what would you be doing during these few days? I would head to just random saloons, hang around there. There are plenty of saloons. Uh, there's the Broken Spoke, which is Ignatius Freeman's place. Um, there's a couple others that are a little bit more geared towards gambling rather than drinking. Uh, and a couple that are in the seedier part of town as well. You're able to visit all of them as much as you want o- over a few days. You can just, uh, you got some money in your pocket. You're able to visit wherever you want to go. Leo Ben, how would you be handling these next few days? Legitimate business. Give me a, uh, we'll say a bluff check. Hey, why not? And for each jack you get, if you succeed, you'll make $5 in earnings. For the- Look at that. Uh, let's see. It's, uh, yeah. Um, nah. All right. So how much do you owe me? I don't owe you a dollar. Hey, listen, <laughs> I rolled an 81 at uh, 55. Okay, so you owe me $20. I don't have what do you, $20. No, I'm just kidding. I'm giving you trouble. I'm giving you trouble. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, so sales have gone dry. Um, you saw uh, Ignatius's mother one more time, and she just gave you the side eye. Uh, she refused to make uh, eye contact with you. Um, apparently, she wasn't too happy with you. Listen, I just said she smelled nice. She didn't, but I said it. Uh, Purdy, how are you going about these few days? Purdy is uh, spending much of his time in quiet contemplation. He is consulting both his own scripture and that of of Mr., uh, or I should say Father Mathis, scholarly pursuits trying to to make connections between the celtic imagery we've seen zeke and any sort of devilry that uh, you might come across yes and uh it's the first baptist church of perseverance um and he he's happy to talk scripture with you talk theology with you there's a few points where you two differ on your beliefs but he's not the type of person that'll uh hammer that in he he's more the type of person that enjoys hearing about your point of view he expresses his point of view that kind of thing are you staying mostly in the church then i would say uh i would probably probably about 75 percent, but i would i would still probably move outside periodically strategically Fair enough yeah yeah uh give me a roll to see if you have uh nightmares yeah, that's a good point. I should do that. Uh, let's see. Let me pull that up again. That is a... Try to see. It's a resolve test, I think. I believe so. I don't remember. 
I think it's just, I, uh, I, I think sometimes I just have them. I think you can just say I have them. And then I thought you had to roll uh, each session. You roll once is how I remembered it. So sometimes you have horrific nightmares about some past experience you've had. Maybe it was seeing your family pass as a child, the war or some weird lucidity drain encounter. So the effect is once per week, a minimum of once per session, the character experiences nightmares, a successful minus two resolve test shakes off the bad dreams. So I think I have them. Oh, okay. So it's the resolve test to shake off the effects. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. Okay. So I will do that. So I need a 17 under do, 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 four. So yeah, I do four under, under 17. All right. I imagine his so we'll get to, complex for sure. Yeah. We'll get to that in just a second. Sure. Uh, be ready to tell me what your nightmare was of, but that's going to happen uh, on the fourth day. The, the first few days you're stressed, you're anxious, but you're sleeping. Okay. Thankfully. Joe, what have you been doing this week? Uh, working with, uh, Delphine to accrue my debt, uh, getting my name off those wanted posters, um, and, uh, also spending time with Birdie because I'm worried about him. I am not a, Joe's not a believer in the faith, but she remembers three weeks ago and she is a believer in Birdie. Uh, and is genuinely worried about him because this is he's, 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 the frayed threads of sanity are fraying harder. <laughs> uh, Delphine is a very down to business type woman, but she also is very fair with the people who work for her. And she's basically employed you um, as a secretary of sorts. Uh, you help her draft papers, file paperwork when she needs it. She pays you a good wage for it. You're able to uh, save some of that, uh, bank some of it up. If you're trying to pay off the the bounty on you, that's not quite going to be there yet. Go ahead and add $30, though. But she's also working with you to get the charges dropped. A uh, judge comes around. Sorry, add some, $30 debt? Is that what you thir- said? No, you earn $30 over these I next few days $30. helping her. Okay. Thank you. Okay. She, uh, it, that's her paying you uh, for working for her. Um, She also is working to get the charges dropped. There's a judge that travels on a circuit through the territory, and he comes through Perseverance about once a month. Uh, you still have another week before they come through. You probably won't have a hearing with him, but she'll talk with the judge to see what she can do, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, can I also have a, a quick chat with Lubin? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Over, over this time. Um, hey. Despite my better judgment, I like you a lot. So I'm you should great, know right? that the woman that you sold the Coyote Pizzu is uh, Ignatius Freeman's mother. And Ignatius Freeman is as close to a mayor as Perseverance has. I'd say it's not the lady I smelled then. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, well, he, it's fine. He'll like me too. Okay, just don't sell her anymore, Cody Piz. 
Oh, I hear you. They don't even get my nose right on the wanted posters. Like, I. <laughs> it is travesty. I mean, it's so at least... ugly. It's so ugly. I don't look like that. <laughs> uh, Josephine, also, why don't you give me, while you're working with Delphine, give me like a scholar check or something along those lines, something like bureaucratic, maybe research. Uh, I do actually have scholar. So, okay. um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if shit and scholar, but I have scholar. Uh, that is a 59 over 25. <laughs> okay. So, completely forget about it then. I didn't even ask for it. <laughs> it generous. won't come up at all. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> all right. So, we're doing our time jump here. Joe, you're staying with Delphine. The hotel uh, isn't too far away. The First Baptist Church party is a little bit further on the other side of town. Uh, Vint and Leobin. Hey. You're both staying at the same hotel. Uh, hey. Not necessarily by chance. It was the one that had the most open rooms because, let's be honest, it, it's a little bit worse quality. Um, it's fine. So, Fast friends now, Vent and I. Both of you are woken up in the middle of the night by the sound of construction. Just like someone hammering nails into wood. You you look out, uh, if you want, you can look out in the street into the road. It's dark out. The, The street lamps are off. Can't see anything. But man, it's just continuous. And it goes on for about five minutes or so before it's finally done. Well, uh, this is like two in the morning, too. Like, it's very late at night. I have uh, been in enough towns to uh, know that uh, emergency construction in a road in the middle of night means one thing. I ain't having none of that. I'm going to sneak out there and investigate. All right. I would like Vent. to. Vent, what about you? Yeah, I would like to light a candle, go and see what the ruckus is about. Yeah, I, I listen, so, Vent. I was going to wake you up anyway. You take the straight approach and see what's going on, and I'll take the uh, the delicate approach. You want me to be the bait? Yes. I'm glad that we're on the level here. Honesty is the best policy. Well, I can't be much out here. I'll go see what it is. And I'll sneak out. Uh, I want investigation checks from both of you. As this is happening, Purdy, what is your nightmare about? Purdy's, uh, he's been, he's been dreaming a lot about the first time he encountered Zeke. He was a young man. He was, hmm maybe barely 20 and he had a he had a a man that was kind of his mentor was teaching him the ways of the faith and we were helping out a young woman who was infested with demons and but everything's different as i'm walking through it the woman is her face is different and kind of shifting and eventually it settles on it's it's Shana, 
No, 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 that's not right. That's not right. That's Nishana. She wasn't there. I didn't meet her till later. I didn't. I didn't meet her till later. And then the old man, the, the, my mentor, and it's Vin. No, 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 no. I just met him. That that no, no. And then, and then, and then they realize his Purdy realized he doesn't even remember what his mentor's face looks like or what his, his name was. And and he sees the sign on the wall in blood. I'll be seeing you. And then he sees the uh, the wagon. Uh, a salesman uh, hears a hum and sees uh, smells brimstone he sees Leoben sitting on the wagon riding away and he just keeps seeing people in all these different places he recognizes them his memories are starting to yeah. and all he does the whole time he just kind of feels this breath on the back of his neck and he smells the smell of sulfur it's just getting more potent and more potent and more potent. And then he pictures himself suddenly writing on the wall, his hands covered in blood. I'll be seeing you. And he turns around and he's looking at himself. And, and, and he's just having this weird kind of surreal moment where everything's not making sense no more. All the memories, all the memories. They ain't, uh, no, 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 no. That's not how it happened. And so he's probably just mumbling that in his, in his sleep as he's saying stuff like that. As you're mumbling, you hear a soft knock on your door that jars you awake. It's still very late at night. Who's, who's there? Uh, it's Petey. Uh, Miss Washington uh, sent me to get you. She She said it's important. Okay, uh, well, uh, one second, one moment, and and he finds his robe, kind of throws it up, his hair's crazy. He's normally clean-shaven, but he's let himself go the past few days, so there's a stubble that's grown. He opens the door, got a candle in hand. Oh, okay, boy, lead the way. Hut two. Got a nice little placard here that says 10 minutes previously. Joe, you're staying with Delphine in one of the spare rooms. You hear the banging as well. Uh, it, it's much more distant here because you're you're further from uh, where Leoben and Vint are, but you're still close enough that you, you hear it at night. You also uh, get a soft knock on your door. Joe, and you hear Delphine's voice. Just a second. I get up and get semi-decent and open the door. You see that she's in her nightgown. She's got a oil lamp that she just lit. You heard that banging too, right? Uh, yes. You okay? I'm fine, but if it's not too much to ask, would you would you mind grabbing your firearm and? Escorting me, I would like to see what's no, happening. No, you you stay here. Stay, you, uh, I'm on I'll the town look. council. I, I'm I'm going to go. I I really don't think you should. I appreciate your concern, but I will be going. I, I would hope that you would come with me. Uh, of of course. Um, Thank you. I'll, I'll meet you downstairs. And, yeah, I'll I'll get dressed and 
get my gift and everything. Ten minutes before this, Leoben Vint, what did you roll for investigation? So you keep saying the word investigation. And I Is that not I, the actual observation. All right, because uh, like I could give something you something Sorry, yeah, because it sounds like it. But I'll give I'll give you observation. Yeah, observation is fine. Vin, I you can negotiate with me. Amazing. What do you want to roll? I went for observation as well, but I rolled a ninety-two, so it's a fail anyways. Oh, I did better than him. I got an eighty-two. All right, so you both fail. Eh? Uh, you two. <laughs> Vint goes first uh, out into the street as the bait. Uh, Leo Ben's watching from one of the windows. Nah, I'm going down. I'm snaking along the streets. Oh, sneaking out the side door through the aisle. Uh, You know that banging was very close. So you start to circle around the building because there's no real other, you know, where are you going to go? It's a town that's dark. you, You don't see any tracks. You don't see any people out. There's no light. Uh, I assume you two didn't bring any vent. You said you had a candle, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. So that's the only light you guys have right now. Nothing out front. Uh, Oh dear. I'm I'm so sorry to interrupt. I just a quick, quick question. Is it like banging like metal? It was like hammer and nails is what it it sounded like. like hammering. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. You two. Do a couple circles. You look through some back alleys. Nothing. You're just wasting time at this point. You decide just to be safe. You you check around the back of the building. And that is when the two of you come up to the side of Leoben's wagon. The side of this wagon, you see a body hanging that has been staked by both arms high up you look the the face is unrecognizable because it's been so beaten and mangled and bruised they're looking at the stakes you see that these aren't wooden stakes this is could it be some sort of animal bone could it be human bone pushed right through the wrists right into the wood you see this man's shirt has been ripped open and his torso has lacerations all over and a massive gash that looks like it's been stitched back together with twine. A very messy job. You see the stomach start to twitch. And right behind you, you hear Delphine. What are you two doing? You turn around, you see Delphine and Joe right behind you. I jumped from the sound of her voice. Like, oh, we heard a noise and went to look. We're going to cut it here and do our giveaway. Hey, this is the. Oh, shit. Let's give away some Norse Foundry dice, y'all. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, I was like, I was like, I wonder who the body's gonna be. Who's the body gonna be? Is it gonna be one of them temperance women? And they're gonna frame Purdy. That's what you're doing. You're framing Purdy. Oh yeah, I am. Purdy's I am. I'm framing y'all. Listen, you see it coming, you son of a. It's Purdy's wagon. Or it's me. It is on my wagon, and possession is nine tenths of a law. So if you possess, and you were found at the scene by the town council. Purdy's in the clear. I'm so glad I didn't stay at that hotel. Oh my goodness. Uh, Best decision ever. 
Ah, uh, okay. So uh. let's do this giveaway. All right. So again, if you're just around, we're doing some Norse Foundry. Uh, if someone wants to drop their link in the chat, uh, but we've got two things to give away. Uh, one person's getting them both. Uh, so we've got the uh, we've got a, a full polyhedral set. Got your your D one hundred, your D eight, your D twenty, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and this is the the black lava set. And then if you want to hurt somebody uh, really really bad, you can also get the boulder, which is like also a b- same same set, same color, except uh, this one's like the size of a golf ball. So what we're gonna do? Uh, is it? I think it's fa- Norse. There you go. Chuck got it. Uh, so what we're gonna <laughs> do is uh, we're gonna do a keyword. Uh, Balladeer, you got an idea for a keyword? Let's go unholy. The Un- good, the bad, and the unholy. Unholy it is. So hang on one second. Hang on one second. Okay. Uh, all right. So if you want, if you want in, go ahead and tap unholy in the chat. A couple things I got to warn you as you're doing this. We'll ship it to we'll ship it to old Canada. We'll ship it to North America. If you're doing something outside in Europe, which why are you up right now? It's super late for you. Uh, we'll we'll figure out something for you uh, in the new year because uh, these are physical. We'll do something else later, but uh, but basic continental, continental North America, essentially we do. So we have a, we have a, a minute or two more here. A minute or two more here. Oh, let's see who we got. Who we got? Oh, oh, hey, that's right. Bert's not here tonight, so everyone else has a chance of winning. Finally, Bert's been winning. Uh, We've been doing giveaways on Thursdays. He's been winning everything, yeah. Yeah, we've been doing giveaways on Thursdays with Modifius for Octon Cthulhu, and uh, he's just won. You <laughs> think he's won twice now? It's pretty <laughs> great. All right, we're gonna we're gonna give it another thirty seconds here. So drop your drop your unholies in the chat, and we got more of these to come. I should say we've got uh, I think we've got four more sets over the course of December. We're scattering them across different our different shows. You're gonna see them on little of this, little of that, uh, so you'll be able to jump in here and there. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, it'd be great. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Mud, mud puppy, just drop it in. It's good. All right, here we go. We are going to drop it now. Coming once. Wait a second, Nightbot. Where are you? Okay, here we go. All right, Frankenstein, you are the winner. Yay. Congrats. All right. Uh, I will reach out to you either on Discord. We're on you're you're on the the DOK Discord. We can talk there, or uh, or on on Twitch. I'll get your address and, and we'll we'll get these shipped out to you. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for thanks for everyone who entered. If you didn't win, it's all good. We got four more chances, and not only that, uh, we've got specifically to this show. We got another very big giveaway that we're going to be doing before the end of the uh, before the end of the the campaign here in a couple of weeks. So stay, exciting stuff. Stay tuned for that one. And that's and it's not dice. It's something bigger and heavier. And if you want to bludgeon someone to death, it's even better than this here it Norse really Foundry is. Boulder. Trust me. Trust me. And the Norse Foundry Boulder is already excellent. It's pretty damn good. Trust me. There's a reason. I was, I was going to make a joke. There's a reason why Melissa was in that game. But then I felt bad as I was halfway through that joke. You know, I was like, oh, she's in the channel. Uh, she's in the channel. She she's sees channel you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. All I right. Feel good uh, so, okay. <laughs> all right. Jeff, while you're handling addresses, uh, let's get back to this murder scene. Um, Leoben, Leoben and Vint, you see this way. Oh, also breaking the fourth wall here. Uh, Chuck did not initially have a wagon to start with. And just before the session started, I said, Hey, would you like to have like the stereotypical snake oil Uh uh wagon? Um, And it's worked out perfectly. So thank you for saying yes. 
the, the you're welcome. <laughs> All right. So Leobin and Vint, you are standing right in front of this dead body that's just been mangled. You see bits of flesh that are like just ripped and shredded. The stomach uh, has been like sewn back together after been uh, sliced right across the belly. There are bones that have been driven through the wrist that are hanging up. The feet are dangling off the ground by a good two feet here. You hear Delphine and Joe behind you. Delphine says, Joe, keep your gun on them. I'm going to go get Ignatius in. Oh, God. I'll I'll think about it. Listen here. We didn't have nothing to do with this. We heard the banging from the hotel. And we came out to see what was going on. Turned the corner. And here it is. Staked my wagon, which that was maple. I don't even know where I'm going to get maple around these parts. As a lawyer, I would advise you not to say anything else. Good thing. I'm a lawyer too, so I can advise myself. Control alt that. Sorry, my internet's giving me trouble tonight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Am I back yet? You're back. I'll see you. Hey. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, She is not really listening to you. She's making sure Sula is drawing her gun to be safe. What are you doing, Sula? I'm sorry, not Sula. Joe. Joe. Joe is there. Why am I saying Sula? I just read Sula in chat. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, I'm I'm pulling out my gun, holding it to the side, but saying this wasn't them. That they wouldn't have done this. Regardless, we need to get Ignatius. We need to be methodical about this. Yes, you you are absolutely right. But but let's start going to this thinking they did this. I'm going to go get the town council, at least Ignatius and. This looks unholy. So maybe Father Purdy as well. Yeah. I'll be back. And she goes. The three of you have a few minutes here. What would you like to be doing? Uh, let's see. Where is my horse? Tell me you didn't do that. Absolutely, I did not. I would never. Nah, Listen. Is as fantastic as I look. Uh, upper body strength, not not where my skills are allocated. Vince. Um, uh, you know, you know me. What I've done for this town, Conroy. You got any enemies? Yeah, but I mean, I didn't think I had them in here. One of them's on the council. He'll be here in a minute. Listen. It's Ignatius's mother that might not like me, and that's only if she used my medications incorrectly. Ignatius likes his mother. I think that's the, that's if, the problem. 
All right. So anyway, my door is locked, but Joe is deadly serious. <laughs> it all goes back to the mother. <laughs> um, but uh, what what she is going to do though is see if there's anything recognizable about this body. Okay. Uh, give me a deduction. Do, do, do. Deduction. Where is deduction? There it is. Okay. Uh, that <laughs> man, I am rolling for crap. Uh, seventy six over forty three. All right. This body has been so bruised, swollen, mutilated. You don't recognize anything. You, you look closely at the face. It's bad. It looks like the, the, the face has been cut up as well. But then you look even closer and you realize that neck is twisted. 180 degrees you can see the skin twisted around that throws you off you start looking at the face more you realize that there's a layer of hair underneath the face this is not where the face is supposed to be oh it's on the back it's like someone took a ski mask off put it on pulled the hair out of the holes I am backing up fast enough to lose my footing. You did point out, right, that the stomach was moving. Yeah. Yeah. You see a little ripple through the stomach, just a twitch. Yeah, I'm uh, backing up. It was nice knowing you, Wagon. I'm going to, okay, I'm turning my gun on the stomach. Okay. Uh you're you're pointing at the stomach. Yeah. Vint, is there anything you'd like to be doing? She's mm. like getting out of this town. Why not <laughs> you go cut this get your knife out, go cut that stomach open. Whatever comes out, Joe will shoot. That just makes us look bad. I think we just leave it here. Ignatius comes, we explain explain everything. I mean, we know nothing. That's true. All right, let's cut to Purdy. Purdy, you said you were getting yourself around. Mm. Uh, You have a a small, uh, it's really more of a closet with a cot in it than an actual room. Yeah. But it's modest enough for you. Mm. You start getting your stuff around and you notice that you're, you're missing something. What is it that you're missing? Something personal to you. Hmm. Hmm. Do you want it to be something for my my inventory? It can be from your inventory or it can be something that you feel like Purdy would just, you know, be fond of and keep around. Maybe he doesn't carry it all the time, but he, he knows where it should be. Yeah, well. Purdy's got a he wears a he wears a necklace actually. And a beaded little bit, and, and the charm at the very bottom is uh, there were like a pendant. It's a series of 
of like hollowed out snake fangs. Nothing that have been murdered and killed, just good solid snakes that have serpents that have helped him helped him down a righteous path over life and it appears to be missing. But you're rushing to get around as fast as you can. You don't have time to keep searching for it. Hopefully it's somewhere in the room and you just misplaced it. Mm. You're so groggy from this nightmare. You just start going. Petey gets you started on the street. He says, they, they told me not to, not to go to the hotel, but just to get you and send you the right way. I, I'm not supposed to go over there. Okay. Do you, do you know the rest of the way? It's just right, right down. Uh, and he points and you, you can see a faint glow coming from behind the building. Yeah, yeah, I know where to go. Hey, uh, hey, boy, could you do me, do me a favor? Yeah. Just get on back to my my room and speak with the Father Mathis there. See if you can find. I lost a lost a necklace, a leather cord. Got some. It's got some fangs on it. It's. It's. I'm sure it's around there somewhere. And you, a lot easier. You want me to wake him up too? I can do that. Yeah, if he if he if he ain't already awake, you just let him you just let him sleep. But you know, okay, I'll I'll check. I'll check. It's tough, I can do that. Tough for me to get on my hands and knees. It's probably underneath the bed or fell through a floorboard or something. And he uh, turns and runs back towards the church. That's a good boy. You meet Ignatius and Delphine in the street. You see them coming the opposite direction as you're getting close there. Delphine is the first to speak. Father, thank you for coming. I I don't know why I felt the need to bring you, but once you brace yourself for this. Yeah, my life has been a series of moments where I am forced to brace myself. I guarantee you I am prepared. The three of you go around the into the alley, around the corner, and you see this grisly scene oh god you hear ignatius say mm, not god what kind? not god ignatius this is devilry this is beyond us we need to call the marshals well i reckon i should take a I'd take a look and then we could see if we can go ahead and get this wagon out of the road here. Get it out of sight. Who found this? People see raise their hands over here. Hey, hey we did. Hmm. Purdy wants to take a, a, a really close look if he can. Uh, he's, uh, he's looking to see if... Um, Obviously, if he recognizes the person, but also he's 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 looking to see if there's any signs of like ritual or, uh, or some other kind of, of torture. You know, he's seen the folks in the that was left in the sun. He's seen you know the strange uh, symbology at the homestead and at the ranch. If any of those things start popping up as he's looking, yeah, around. give me a deduction. Or since you're a medical man, you could give me medicine. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, yeah, I'll do medicine. Sure, I'll burn two of my jacks. Bump that up. Okay. Uh, that is a 20. Okay. Uh, what did you need? Uh, with the jacks, I needed a 70. 
Okay, so take five more jacks. There are elements that definitely seem ritualistic. I mean, this is a person that's been staked to a wagon by bones, and you know bones have been a recurring theme from this cult. But you also saw someone staked with bones before, and those bones, they were staked to the ground, and they had rope that tied to the wrists. They weren't going through the wrist like this. Those bones also had runes and carvings on them that these do not have. Looking closely, you look, you see the stitching on the stomach. You also see stitching in a few other places. What other places? Specifically, the left shoulder and both of the legs. You see that these, this is, this has to be two bodies that have been mangled and mismatched. One person's arm has been stitched onto this body. The legs are from a different body as well. You start looking at some of the flesh that's been mangled in the torso. You see there are two bodies there as well that have been like stitched together in like a Frankenstein-esque creature. Purdy will will say... uh, You also, sorry, uh, you also see a little ripple in the stomach. Okay. All right. Listen, I've already... Close my eyes and shot a pregnant lady once on this stream. Please do not make me do it again. (laughs) This one's a man. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. Um, I shoot the stomach. Yeah. So first I'll say any uh, readers here, literature aficionados. Yep. Open the book once or twice. Hey, I can read. There's a novel came out. Some 40, 50 years ago when I was a boy. About a, about a mad scientist who took all sorts of different parts and human parts and stitched them together and made a new body out of it. And we got something like that going on here. You see right there, right there, they ain't from the same body. We got more than one victim, I think. It's, uh... That's rough. Well said. Ignatius will speak out here. Uh, He's a taller African-American man. He's missing his right arm just above the elbow. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got the sleeve kind of pinned up there. His hair is uh, salt and pepper. He looks at Leoben. You, you're, you're the one who sold my mama fake medicine. This is your uh, wagon. Yes, it is, and I would like to say, did not sell her fake medicine. And yes, it is my wagon. Uh, in your town, what kind of wild? What the hell are you doing here? What the hell am I doing here? Well, not you, you specifically, town, but taking in advantage of old women, and this is on your wagon. What are we supposed to think? Gentlemen, now is not the time for this sort of idle speculation. We need to figure out what the I don't hell. think questioning a suspect is idle speculation. A suspect. We have 
a body here that's been stitched stitched together. We don't even know how many there might be. And you're thinking because this fella here, this snake oil salesman, sold your mother a perfume of some kind that this is something he would do. Ignatius. I believe he's a foreigner that I don't know. Foreigner? I believe he's only been here a week or two. He takes advantage of women. Sir. And he was found here at the scene of the crime. Sir, there is something moving in that torso. Can this wait, please? <laughs> he looks at the torso and you see like another ripple as like the the flesh just kind of bulges out and then comes back in. All right, we we need to shoot this body. I'm no. I. I'll cut it open and get your gun ready, Josephine. I'm standing right behind Bertie. <laughs> I mean, stand to the side. I don't. You can't well, shoot through yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Purdy will pull out like a, a knife or a scalpel he's got in his med bag, and he will he will cut it open. You cut it open. You you get just a couple stitches in before this uh twine that it, it was stitched so poorly it just unravels and comes loose and the entire innards of this body spill out dozens of rattlesnakes pour out of this torso at your feet give me some sort of uh dodge maybe animal animal handling since you know how to handle snakes these things are coming out and they are angry Oh, sorry. Who needs to give the roll? Me or uh, Purdy, because he was closest there. Okay. Y- you were at gun range, so we'll say you were a couple steps away. Can I make an argument here? I know you're not going to listen to this, but I think it makes sense. <laughs> Snakes are uh, are something of a, uh, a religious uh, uh, creature for Purdy. His his ability yep. to handle them comes not through his physical or biological knowledge. You it, want theology. I want theology. <laughs> Let's cut to the point. <laughs> In your specific case, I will allow it because you have practiced theology snake handling for so long. Thank you. Amazing. You're a good man. You're a good man. You're a good man. Okay. okay. Now I can save all this, Jay. All right. Uh, okay. That is a 67 under 79. That is a success. Still close. Still it close. Was close. Yeah. Describe how you're snake handling here. Uh, as some of these snakes come out angry, but you also know which ones you can touch, how to avoid them, the distance. Okay. Uh, so I think what Purdy would do would immediately like kind of shift himself. Kind of like putting himself in between like Josephine or Vent and Leoben, anybody who might be near these snakes, because he knows how dangerous they can be. And I will look down at them, and I will kind of do the speaking Australian, the crocodile Dundee thing, where I kind of tilt my head to the side. We mean no no harm to you. We are followers of a shared God. And we live in a shared universe. We mean nothing terrible. We will not do harm unto you if you do not do harm unto us. Rest, my friends. You are free. If the desert is what you want, we shall let you crawl away into the darkness. If you wish, however, to remain 
and assist us in our trials, then I will welcome you as friends. This innards of snakes, they hit the ground. You position yourself in between. A couple of them coil like they're about to strike, but like you said, you got your hand distracting them. You focus them. They're still aggressive, but none of them actually strike. You use those soothing words in the way that you've done for years and years. A few of them begin to slither away. A couple of them just like go under the wagon wheel nearby. The the pile begins to disperse a little bit, but they're not like immediately fleeing. And you see in the center of this pile, as these snakes begin to clear, is your amulet. Hmm. I'll reach down. If there's still snakes there, I'll still do if there's snakes there. He has no fear of these serpents. I'll reach down. Now hold it up. As you reach down and you grab it, one of the snakes actually begins to coil itself around your arm and begin to wind its way up. Well, hello there. What secrets do you keep? He's kind of just staring down at it. He wants to look it like right in the eye. He feels like he can mind read these things. Who puts you inside this creature? Who, who hurt you? The snake is just staring back at you with those cold reptilian eyes. And you have the amulet in your hand now, too. Mm. And from behind you, you hear Ignatius. What in the Lord's name is happening? Ignatius, you must, you must stop so callously and so casually dropping the Lord's name. The Lord is not here. This was not the Lord's work. The Lord was not witness to this. This was something else. And it was somebody who was trying to send me a message. He kind of holds the amulet up in front, not hiding it at all. Even if he's got the even if he's got the snake still wrapped around his arm, he'll still kind of hold it up. What are the three of you doing as you witness this minor miracle? This is confirmation of everything Joe thought from three weeks ago. She is ready to become a priestess in Purdy's cult. <laughs> the snake cult. <laughs> I'll start believing Purdy here. That's maybe it's not too crazy. I think he's on to something. Listen, I'm just glad that no one is actively blaming me for this. <laughs> and also, I'm quite glad that uh, his amulet was inside because I got to tell you, a lot of people unfairly call me a snake oil salesman. I don't sell snake oils. Like a body full of snakes, like, hey, it seemed like a message to me, but I'm glad it's a message to him. And uh, glad I uh, didn't have a big dinner. Okay. Uh, so the snakes have begun to disperse a little bit more. Most of them try to get under like a nearby boardwalk or under the wagon. A uh, couple of them have begun traveling out 
is there anything else you'd like to be investigating, interacting with? Uh, I know Purdy said like getting the wagon hidden is a priority, but before that happens, is there anything you want to search? Um, sorry, go ahead. I want to, you know, now that the heat's off, may at least. The that's snakes do with. seem like they're a little less suspicious of you. That that yeah. that's pretty pretty weird. I want to uh, investigate the ground around the body footprints. All right, give me a tracking. Oh, yeah, that's... I'd like to uh, do that <laughs> as well. Yes, Joe, you can do it, and you can get plus twenty from Leo been helping you. That's it. That's the secret. Like, yeah, there's the no same. way I'm going to roll 12 or less. Okay. I actually have a decent dragon, so maybe. Amazing. Uh, 29 under. You said I got 20 from Logan. You see, 78. So 29 under 78. Okay. Uh, so take your jacks. Successful. And what, what is that? Like five jacks? Uh, 20 I'm under really 70. Bad at math. I'm sorry. Should be four. I think it's four. Four. Four jacks. Twenty nine yeah. under seventy. So yeah, four. Yeah. Seventy eight. Twenty nine under seventy. The two of you are looking. You see that there uh, are boot prints that are like directly in front of this wagon that seem fresher. This is a heavily traveled area, so it's difficult to really get a pin on most of the area outside of this vicinity. But you definitely see footprints that are recent. They're deep. There's a bit of a long stride to them, making you think it's a taller person. Uh, They're heavier, indicating it's probably a man of some sort. They'd have to be tall to be able to lift them up. It would take the the amount of strength it would take to lift a body like that and hammer it in, holding it up, lifting the other side, hammering it in. You can see that they're... Uh, facing the body uh, and then they walk away and they seem to go into the main street tracking anyone in that main street is just impossible there's been so much traffic here and there but you can see that they went forward to the main street Leoben and Vint honestly you should have seen someone when you were looking out the window hearing that noise the first in the first place you should have been able to see them if they were in the main street it didn't take long for you to go down and out the the fact that you didn't is surprising. Hey, I want to, you know, just uh, nonchalantly compare my boot prints next to one of them. How tall are you? Uh, shorter than this person. Are you sure? Uh, we'll go with that. Uh, Oh, five ten. Play a short person this time. Give me a logic from knowledge or a deduction awareness. Either one of those would be fine. Logic from knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And the other one was you said deduction. What's that hiding under? Awareness, the first first box. Well, uh, I'll give awareness because that is one point better. One point better. Oh, yeah. 
Unless it could make a difference. It does not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, a rolled 62. Target was a 12. How young are you? 33. And you're in pretty good shape. You got to be able to drive a wagon. You got to be able to carry material. You feel like you're pretty muscular. And you feel like you're pretty tall. Most people, you know, in the Old West, they don't have good nutrition. They tend to be on the shorter side. Lining up your boots, it's it's a pretty good match in your eyes. All right. Um, you know, Mama's party's Denzel thing might not be too far off. Not God. Hey, Padre. Purdy. How do you know, Mama? I shoot him. Uh, Father Purdy, is, is this another one of your stepdads that you're meeting here? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you, yeah, um, Sully Mama's oh, name? My apologies. Uh, she's my great aunt. <laughs> From her uh, 17th husband when she was... Uh, who was Australian. He was very Australian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm taking notes. Vint, what are you doing during all this? Yeah, I'd be interesting, interested in the bones that were used to stake the body. And what would you like to, to use to try and learn more about them? I was thinking animal handling. Maybe like the carcasses of animals that have cropped up yeah, every now yeah, and then. Yeah, we can go with that. Or was 77, so it's a crit fail. You at first you can't tell what animal it would be. It could be a small cow, could be a young horse. But as you investigate a little bit more, you feel like that's just off. In your heart of hearts, you feel pretty confident about this. I know it's a crit fail. This is just the information you would have gotten base level just by investigating whatsoever. You don't get the extra information. Your heart of hearts, you know that these are human bones. It looks like uh, a femur. Both of them. So two femurs here. Which kind of confirms Purdy's uh, idea of two different bodies because there are two legs hanging there as well. Well, if my name is cleared from suspect list here, I'd like to go back to bed. Hold up now. Uh, We haven't quite cleared you just yet. Plus we've, we've got some, some reconnoitering to do here, Vin. We can't just leave this here. This, This, this is, (laughs) <laughs> this, this ain't coincidence uh, you're right yeah this doesn't just crop up in the town mm. look at everyday occurrence no it does not we need to figure out who did this and maybe it was one of them maybe we left one of them folks alive at the Caldwell Ranch or maybe it's Zeke Delphine will speak up here Joe we have to call the U.S. Marshals. It would be nice if we could resolve this before they arrive for your unique case. Mm. Mm. Digs over a hat and 
looks very uncomfortable. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Lubin and Mint are no longer suspects. Is that right? Because we need their help to solve whatever this is. Ignatius will answer that. Well, I don't believe either of them would be capable of this, but we can't rule anything out to accomplices and such. It may not be a single person doing this, I hate to say. I'd appreciate it, Joe, if you kept an eye on them in the coming days. Yeah. And Leoben and Vin, I, I hope it goes without saying that if you leave town, we'll have to send people out after you. Oh, of course. Like, I've got nothing to hide. I, there, I mean, I didn't do this. I want my name cleared. best way to clear it is to find who did do it all right we'll get on that right away where, where can we hide the wagon for now that's gonna be a little bit worse uh, we can take it to one of the liveries nearby but the body we'll have to take it down we'll have to we'll have to cover it up yeah consult with the Dr. Chestnut, see if she can help us with a forensic examination. That that would be wise. I'll I'll speak to her as soon as we have this cleared up. I'll wake her up. And we should uh, try to identify who these folks are, look for any sort of markings, birthmarks, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Missing persons reports anyone's gone missing recently from perseverance, that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, Elfine, can you handle that? Yes, I can handle that. Ignatius, uh, Purdy, would you uh, mind helping clear these snakes so we can take this body down? Uh, of course I will. And I will just start, like, kind of humming a bit, like a, mm, 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 like this old, like, Appalachian tune, you know, and just seeing if I can get to, like, Pied Piper them uh, kind of away out of the distance. Yeah, give me a animal handling or theology check. <laughs> I'll roll. Because those are the same skill. I will roll the animal handling. It's going to be a narrative success no matter what. All you got to do is like get a broom to brush them away at this point. I'll, I'll burn my jacks because we're near the end. Okay, okay. I'll burn all six of my jacks on this animal handling. <laughs> so I need to roll, if I do my math right, a 60 because uh, I had zero. In burning all six. I'm burning all six, man. You should have something in I animal handling for your for your attribute. I have, well, I mean, I have 12 in awareness. Uh, that's a six. Oh, there you. Six on the die. All right, so you got six jacks back. <laughs> just got back see? Well, no, I got, um, was that five? I got five back. 12 and you burn six jack means you needed a 60 or 72. I rolled a, I rolled a, I spent six, so I needed to get a 60%. I rolled a six, which means I get five. Jacks. But you get the, you still get the 12 to start with for your awareness. Do I really? Yeah, yeah. If you don't have any training, you still get the 12. Well, oh, wild. 
I thought you started. I thought you had zero. Uh, no, no, the the, the the number is the base number for all of those skills. Got in that it. Well, it's trained. Then it's one fifth. Mm. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate You're that. Welcome. We he reminded me of that earlier today. <laughs> the one who hasn't played it before reminded hey. me of the rules. <laughs> All right, so you got six jacks back. Uh, you clear the snakes. Uh, Ignatius is a taller guy. He's only got one hand, though, but he's able to grab one of the bones. Uh, Vint, Leobin, are you willing to help with this, or do you want to not? Yeah, I can help clear up the scene. All right, so we can get your fingerprints on everything. That's great. Um... <laughs> they, they ain't got fingerprints this day. Uh, that's, you know. The yeah, Bureau of Investigation is only about 30 years away, I believe. Right. It's coming. Well they, they knew about fingerprints by then. Listen, Ignatius, let me give you a hand with that as I'll uh, help him take the body down. Yeah. So yeah, between the, the group of you, you're able to respectfully get this body down. Ignatius, he, he grabs that bone and it's tough, but he yanks it out firmly with that left hand. He's still got a lot of strength there. Uh, you get the body down, you wrap it in some cloth, some canvas. You see behind the body on the wagon, you see in blood, a Z. Yeah. Zorro? Oh. <laughs> Zeke. That is the correct time period as well. Zeke. <laughs> it's for Zeke, Vint. I've mentioned the name a few times. It's who's behind all this. Um, An ancient and wily demon that has been more than a thorn in my side and a spur in my saddle since I was a boy. And he's here now, and I told you, I warned you about this man. I told you we brought him back here. And this is what happens. Now's not the time. You get the body down. You see that the head was, the neck was snapped and twisted. You see another face that looks almost as bad as the one that was cut off and plastered on the back. There are two different faces on this head. One still attached, one that was matted into the the dried blood in the hair on the back of the skull. This body's just been it it looks like someone took their time with it. Like they, there was so much that was done. It would take an hour, two hours, three hours for all of this to happen. You don't see any identifying marks to start with. Um, again, you, it's a town of 1500 people. So it's hard to tell. You get the wagon, uh, taken over to the livery. You have to wake up a stable boy to get the barn open, but Ignatius talks to him. Uh, they get it done. You put up a canvas over the side of the wagon to try and cover that blood stain as well. Get the body taken over to the doctor. I think this is a great spot to end. It's a little bit early, but it's a natural stopping point. Uh, we'll be picking up next week with how you want to begin your investigation of how Leoben killed these people. Well, listen, um, I believe nah. I'm innocent. You were committed a crime there in, in front of the body. It was your wagon. You, it's all circumstantial. You might not have killed these folks, 
but you sure as hell ain't innocent. It's a difference. Um, you only be tried for one crime at a time. I don't think that's actually true. Uh, Each crime <laughs> has to be listed as its own line. <laughs> but I think you could be charged at the same time with it. And Listen, stuff. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> this is the Old West. You can be hung from a tree whether you did a crime or not. That's <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. He sold a two-for-one special earlier, and this is a two-for-one body. <laughs> there we oh, go. No. That is, I that's what him. I was talking about, the one-liner from Long. There it is. I'll shoot him. Shoot him now. Take him <laughs> oh. out. Damn. All right, let's do some shout outs. My tray, what do you got going on? Uh oh, this was this is great. Thank you so much for having me back. First Thanks for all, coming back. I appreciate this is, it. This is awesome. Um, so uh thank you, everybody. Um, I'm my tray and I uh sometimes make YouTube videos about uh system agnostic uh tabletop YouTube videos about the uh people side of gaming and um i invite myself to games that people are too polite to say no to like this one uh i'm my two i invited you i invited yes and thank you so much and then i think i invited myself after so (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah um but no i'm uh, excited you're back and we gotta you're gonna be on the channel a lot this december we we, you're gonna be in uh, a couple games coming up so i'm gonna be seeing you all the time it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be great uh chuck what do you got going on oh that's me i'm chuck uh defenders of kobolds where you can usually find me uh wednesday Jeff and I are going to be playing some Alien, wrapping up Chapter 1 of All Fear of the Ishtar. Uh, Thursday night, we're scheduled for our Watercolors and Warriors crew as we play some Tales from the Loop. Friday, I'm supposed to be finally finishing uh, our Dungeon Crawl Classics Dead Sun campaign. Uh, Saturday's a double header. Um, 1 p.m. Central over on Grim and Perilous Plays. Jeff, Stephen, Maitre, we're all going to be playing through the Hedgerows, Tales from the Loop. Uh, Saturday night at 9 p.m. Central over on twitch.tv slash Goodman Games Official. Bert is running us through some weird frontiers. Uh, some more weird West, just Dungeon Crawl Classic style. Yeah, the chat was saying this is our genre. This is what we keep coming back to. Yep, yep. To be fair, I asked Jeff specifically if I could run some Weird West. He already had some on the channel, and he was very gracious to offer me the the chance to uh, dilute his brand name. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, bring us home. Okay. Uh, So let's see what we got going on this week. Uh, As already mentioned, Friday, uh, we're going to be playing some Regency Cthulhu, a new Call of Cthulhu setting. Uh, Jane Austen meets Call of Cthulhu. You can catch uh, Stephen Long and my trade in that game. It's going to be on Fridays uh, for the next two weeks. It's going to be a fun little holiday thing where I'm taking one of the one of the one of the adventures that kind of comes with it, and I'm reflavoring it a little bit to be more wintry. Uh, and then Saturday, in between, well, just after Chuck's Tales in the Loop, uh, One Ring back here on this channel. Uh, you can see. Like in the tic-tac-toe version, me, Steven, and Long all the way up there in that game. Uh, we might be meeting a new character because uh, Steven got all emo and uh, and walked away. I never get emo. I never get emo. During listen, introductions. So you're telling me, Tales from the Loop, emo. Yeah. One Ring, emo. Dude, his, his One Ring character 
<laughs> My God. <laughs> so if Legless had eyeliner. So high maintenance. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's very much. Uh, and then what do we got? Uh, and then Monday, we'll be doing something weird. So our Call of Cthulhu group, we're not starting up till January. There's too many holidays kind of get in the way. So we're going to do something fun, silly. Uh, I'm thinking maybe Electric Bachelorland, maybe Troika, if I if I learn the rules enough this weekend. But probably Electric Bachelorland, because I probably won't. Uh, and then we'll be back on Tuesday with more of this. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, thanks for everyone who hung out tonight. Thanks for everyone who threw out some bits and thanks for hanging out and doing the whole giveaway stuff. Congratulations, Eddie Frankenstein for the, for the win. Thank you to Norris Foundry for giving us stuff to give away. And again, before the end of December, before the show ends, we're going to have another really big fancy, uh, giveaway on this stream specifically that we'll announce later. Uh, so keep an eye out and keep coming back, uh, to this one. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and raid someone. Uh, who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Let's do, I don't know. Let's do Dork Tales. Is D okay streaming? Let's go to them. I hope not. <laughs> that would be strange. <laughs> D-O-R-K Tales is streaming. So let's go to that. Let's do some Dork hey. Tales rating. Uh, so follow the raid, follow them, follow us, and we'll see y'all later. Bye-bye. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.